the week of March 18th, I will be hosting a free five-day hyperthyroid healing diet challenge. This is the first time I'll be doing this challenge in over two years. And whether you have Graves' disease, toxic multinodular goiter, or a different hyperthyroid condition, this challenge can benefit you. To register for the free hyperthyroid healing diet challenge, visit hyperthyroidhealing.com. Hey, this is Dr. Eric. And in this Q&A episode, I am going to answer the question, how do I know when I've achieved remission? And this question is mainly for those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's. So just as a reminder, I was diagnosed with Graves' disease in 2008, and I've been in remission since 2009. So how did I know that I was in remission? There were a few different ways. So first of all, I felt a lot better. My hyperthyroid symptoms eventually resolved. I had an elevated resting heart rate, palpitations. I was losing weight, had increased appetite, as well as other symptoms. And gradually, those symptoms improved and eventually resolved. But then I, of course, also looked at blood tests, including the thyroid panel. And the thyroid panel included the TSH, which is thyroid-stimulating hormone, and that started out being depressed, and free T3, free T4 elevated, which is characteristic of hyperthyroidism. So over time, those improved, and eventually they were normal, and not just within the normal lab range, but within the optimal reference range. So thyroid panel looked good, but then also thyroid antibodies. So in my situation, I had elevated thyroid-stimulating immunoglobulins, a lot of people with Graves' also have elevated TPO or thyroid peroxidase antibodies. That wasn't the case with me. And then there's also anti-thyroid globulin antibodies, which also were negative in my case, and they're mostly they're more closely associated with Hashimoto's. Eventually, the thyroid-stimulating immunoglobulins normalized. And so that's also something that if someone has Graves' disease, they want a normal, or should I say optimal thyroid panel, the markers within the optimal reference range, as well as negative thyroid-stimulating immunoglobulins. And then if someone has Hashimoto's, again, they want a normal thyroid panel. And again, I keep on saying normal, but within the optimal reference range, and also they want negative thyroid antibodies. But then we also need to consider other tests as well. So in my situation, when I was dealing with Graves' disease, I had an adrenal saliva test and it showed that my adrenals were in pretty bad shape. I had low cortisol levels, low DHEA. I mean, pretty much everything on my test was low. And eventually I did a retest and everything improved. Everything greatly improved. So I would say if you have any significant findings, then you would want that to resolve. Another example would be, let's say a comprehensive stool panel shows parasites and if those seem to be the trigger to your Graves or Hashimoto's condition, then arguably you'd want to get rid of those before you can conclude that you're in remission. One question you might have is, does every test or every marker within a test need to be perfect? For example, if the adrenals are greatly improved, but still not perfect, are you considered to be in remission if everything else looks good? And, and I would say yes. If your symptoms have resolved, if your thyroid panel looks great, it's, everything's within the optimal range, your antibodies are negative, and your adrenals have greatly improved but not perfect, I think that's okay because, quite frankly, sometimes it's difficult to get a perfect test. A, a good example of this would be a comprehensive stool panel. So currently, as a recording of this, I've been doing the GI map for the last few years, and it's very common for people to have dysbiosis, which is an imbalance in the gut flora. So they might have some bacteria that's high, some bacteria that's low. 
And to me, I wouldn't say that if someone's GI map isn't perfect, that they, they're not in remission if everything else looks good. On the other hand, if the person had H. pylori and that seemed to be the trigger for the Graves or Hashimoto's condition, and then they did a retest and H. pylori is still there, then it's a little bit iffy. If everything else looks good and they still have H. pylori, can they be in remission? I guess so. But ideally, you would want to get rid of the H. pylori. And then another question you might have is, how about if someone, let's say they have Graves' disease and they have elevated not only TSI, but thyroid peroxidase antibodies. And then after a number of months, the TSI normalizes and, and everything looks good. So the thyroid panel is within optimal reference range and their symptoms are gone and their thyroid stimulating immunoglobulin is negative, but they still have elevated TPO antibodies, the elevated thyroid peroxidase antibodies. Can this person be considered to be in remission? Well, it depends on the perspective. So I guess you could say that their Graves' disease condition is in remission, but they still have the thyroid peroxidase antibody. So there still is an autoimmune component. So it's a little bit challenging to give a straight answer. And, and I don't think if you were to take, let's say, 10 or 20 different healthcare practitioners, they all would have different opinions. So there's no clear-cut answer in this situation, but I would say, once again, that in the situation where TSI is negative, but they have other autoantibodies, and if the thyroid panel is normal and the symptoms are gone, then you could probably conclude that they're in remission from their Graves' disease condition, but they still have antibodies. And over time, if someone has negative TSI, but positive, let's say, thyroid peroxidase and or antithyroglobulin antibodies, then that could lead to hypothyroidism over a period of time. Just to summarize, in order to know if you have achieved a state of remission, you want your thyroid panel markers to be within the optimal reference ranges. Ideally, you want all of the thyroid antibodies to be negative. You want your symptoms pretty much to be gone, at least the ones that are related to hyperthyroidism, Hashimoto's. If you have any other significant findings, like really compromised adrenals or a gut infection, then you want to ideally resolve this. So that is my response to the question, how do I know when I've achieved remission? I hope you found this Q&A episode to be super valuable, and I look forward to catching you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Save My Thyroid podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe to stay up to date on the latest thyroid health-related topics. And to get your free thyroid and immune health restoration action points checklist, visit SaveMyThyroidChecklist.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm super excited to announce the upcoming release of my third thyroid-related book, and the second one I've written on hyperthyroidism. It will be called the Hyperthyroid Healing Diet, and it will be released on Monday, March 11th. Although there is a chapter that focuses on diet in my book, Natural Treatment Solutions for Hyperthyroidism and Graves' Disease, the Hyperthyroid Healing Diet will go into much greater detail, as it will be the most comprehensive book related to diet and hyperthyroidism. There will be a significant discount for those who purchase the book for the first week after its release, and those who purchase the book will also get access to the resources, which will include dozens of recipes, checklists, along with a few bonus chapters not included in the book. And those who join my book support team will receive some other cool perks. If you'd like to join my hyperthyroid healing diet book support team, you can visit savemythyroid.com forward slash book support.